0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Serious Sellers Podcast by Helium 10. I'm your host, Bradley Sutton. This is the show that is our Helium 10 Weekly Buzz, where we give you a rundown of all of what's going on in the news world in regards to e-commerce, Amazon, and Walmart. We give you interviews with people in the industry you need to hear from, and also give you training tips of the week that'll give you serious strategies for serious sellers of any level in the e-commerce world. Let's go ahead and see what's buzzing this week. We've got actually tons of news articles today today. Um, it's kind of weird how it goes in, in, in kind of different, uh, kind of, you know, like some one week, there's no news almost and next week. There's a lot of news. We've got some interesting stories about how Amazon and search results is removing some brand names. So we'll talk a little bit about that, a new return fee for some Amazon orders. Uh, something to attract customers to Walmart stores in the, f- the future, uh, something new on Etsy. It's going to make you think of eBay perhaps and some other news stories as well. We've got an interview about sponsored video ads with Vince Montero and we've also got a training tip uh, of a new feature of helium 10 that you guys can definitely get some insights on. So stay tuned for that. Let's go ahead and hop right into the news. Now the first article I want to talk about today is actually uh, coming out of uh, USA today. It's actually interesting. It's entitled Amazon is charging for some UPS, uh, returns encourages other drop off points. So what's going on is, as you guys know, you know, pretty much historically, you can always just get free complete returns on Amazon. Right. But now if you are choosing the UPS store drop off, you have to pay a dollar fee. All right. So I kind of like this because I think the more, friction on returning uh stuff you know it how maybe how many um might t- take down some you know maybe it's five percent of three percent whatever of, of returns that might normally happen maybe somebody who's on the fence will be like ah, i don't want to pay a dollar i'll just go ahead and keep it so i think it's a positive for for uh, amazon sellers here but it's it's not really a you know you know game changing thing in the in the grand scheme of things uh this article notes that shoppers still can make free returns of their local whole foods Amazon fresh and Kohl's location. So something uh, maybe interesting to keep on the lookout for Walmart made a uh, move or announcement this week. Now in the past, you know, Walmart has a lot of similar programs uh, that, that Amazon has and and vice versa, you know, e-commerce is e-commerce, right? You know, Walmart and Amazon offer fast delivery pickup services, um, they've got, you know, Walmart has a lot of pickup services, obviously, at their stores. But one thing uh, that's interesting is Walmart actually has a new feature called text to shop. You could actually um, text what you need, like on a grocery list, put it in the cart, and place the order for delivery or pickup. So Amazon actually has something similar where you can, you know, talk to different Alexa devices to be able to help create and track a shopping list, but you can't actually put it in the shopping cart per se um, on some on some features. I, I absolutely can on regular Alexa devices and something to, um, kind of promote people to go back to stores in person. And this is something obviously Amazon, you know, uh, can't necessarily do is that, you know, Walmart has a, a store or club, Sam's club located within 10 miles of approximately 90% of Americans. They are going to be doing EV electronic vehicle charging at all of their stores potentially in the future. And so, you know, you, you go and you want to charge your car for 20 minutes and you're at a Walmart, well, probably, yeah, you'd probably go into that Walmart and do some shopping. So there's a little bit of uh, interesting kind of jockeying here on on things that Walmart can do that Amazon can't. Amazon sometimes does things that Walmart can't do. Um, just interesting to see the back and forth. An uh, announcement coming out of Amazon. I'm not sure if you guys have used this. I didn't even know about this program, but there's a, a program called FBA Donations. All right, so now you're going to have access to donation certificates so there's a it's a program where you can kind of like you know donate to charity your your products and i didn't realize this but in 2022 this article notes how uh sellers donated nearly a hundred million products hundred million products guys through the fba donations program so now you'll you'll, you'll have access to a uh, donation certificate and I'm assuming that is something that you, you might be able to use for tax purposes and, and things like that. Uh, keep on going with the news here uh, out of seller central a couple days ago, there's a new delivery window required for FBA shipment. So from April 24th to May 2nd, it says they will be rolling out a new send to Amazon requirement to help us get your products in stock faster. Now, first of all, that in itself is a, uh, somewhat of a news story because the send to Amazon, um, for all this time, you've been able to still use the old workflow. And I was one of those people who, you know, I, I liked the old workflow. I didn't really like the new send to Amazon workflow, but as of a couple of days for my account, uh, my family was tripping in our warehouse cause they're like, man, what is this new, uh, flow? Like it's so difficult to use. So I'm just curious, have all of you guys out there also been, um, transitioned to the new send to Amazon workflow? or are you still able to revert to the old one there are some definite differences and i've seen some messages in the facebook group so let me know in the comments below how that's affecting you but one of these things that's new is that you have to provide a delivery window which is an estimated date range of when you expect your shipment to arrive at the fulfillment uh, center so if you're if you're using a non-partner carrier this is who's affected by this for small parcel or less than truckload shipments you have to provide a delivery window on send to Amazon. All right. So this is something that, um, take, check out your seller central dashboard for more information on that. Now, another article coming out of Forbes this time, it says e-commerce inflation is easing, but shoppers still shifting spending due to prices. All right. So online prices in this article I mentioned declined on a year over year basis for the seventh consecutive month in March. But, inflation in categories like groceries continue to impact discretionary spending on items like electronics toys and gifts so there's this adobe digital price index that's released every now and then and the one that was released a couple of days ago it showed that online prices declined about two percent uh compared to march 2022 and we're f- kind of flat compared to the the previous month all right so you know a lot of uh a lot of buyers out there are still kind of you know, penny pinching here and there um, due to inflation and other, other categories. I'm just curious. What, what about you guys? Have you had to raise your prices on your products to, to stay profitable? Um, are your competitors raising prices? How are your sales going? Let me know in the comments below. I'm, I'm curious how uh, inflation has affected you guys. Going back to seller central, another news article today is talking about a new tracking feature for subscribe and save. So for those who don't know, subscribe and save is this really cool feature that Amazon has where you know people can can opt in to a subscription model for some of your replenishable products like maybe you're selling beauty cream or or food or things like that you know coffin shelves and things like that are not meant for subscribe and safe but if you're doing that there is all uh it was kind of hard to see reporting on there but now there is a new subscribe and safe feature where you can track your SKU enrollment statuses. You can update seller-funded discounts. You could check status for SKUs at risk of missing deliveries due to low stock and more. So make sure to check out that on your Seller Central dashboard if you guys are involved in Subscribe and Save. Now, the next uh, article has been something that's been going on for like surprisingly like a week or two. Where I don't know if you guys have noticed, but in some mobile browsers and desktop browsers, Amazon from the search results is removing the brand name. Like you guys notice that go, go check your main keyword right now. I want everybody to go in, pause this video, check your main keyword, uh, where you're on page one and look at the search results. If you have your brand name there in your title is Amazon removing it. Let me show you an example of what we've been seeing. This is a very strange test. I mean, for, for building your brand, this is actually kind of hurts, you know, but I've seen this Amazon do this to major brands as well. Uh, for example, I'm, I'm just going to show you guys right now the coffin shelf search. Uh, you can see some, some like different categories. It still has in the search results. It says like here, Nanny makeup, coffin shelf, but we've got, uh, the brand here, coffin shelf, spooky, coffin decor is the, t- is the, is the beginning here, but it does not show Manny's mysterious oddities for any of these brands, um, here. All right. So. If you think, oh, well, Bradley, you must have just taken out your time. No, 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 let me open up the actual listing. If I click on the listing, you'll see right this Manny's mysterious oddities is right here um, at the beginning, but in the search results, it is not showing. So what do you guys think of this? I'm not too much of a fan. I mean, part of me says, all right, Hey, it gets the, the more, um, you know, like Manny's mysterious oddities is kind of a long brand and kind of sucks to have to have put it at the beginning of the title before. Um, but you know, if I'm trying to build some brand recognition out there, if somebody's just looking at the search results, how would they know it's my brand? You know, every listing now all of a sudden it's just saying coffin shelf, coffin shelf, coffin shelf. So I'm curious. Uh I've got to think that Amazon's gonna revert. Like I can't imagine that this is gonna continue like this, but let me know what you see. Um, I've heard that some of it is reverting already. Let me know what you guys see on your side for that. Um, another uh seller central update last week was you can now view your brand protections on the new brand registry impact dashboard. All right. So this is linked to in your news, make sure to check out your new impact dashboard. You'll see the number of brands registered that you have uh, the number of infringing ASINs removed on your brand. So that's kind of interesting. as a new thing that maybe you haven't been able to see before and the number of invalid new ASINs that they have prevented. So brand registry is doing a lot of things that maybe you guys can't see in the past. But now you'll be able to go ahead and see that with this new dashboard. Uh, Another article uh, here, this one is from Glossy, and it says, as resale competition intensifies, Etsy adds a bidding option. That's very interesting. All right. So now, um, I mean, Etsy actually said that, hey, somebody searches for vintage fashion once every 10 seconds on the platform. And uh, in 2022, Etsy's revenue surpassed $2 billion. Now." because of the growing interest in vintage items Etsy is testing a feature called make a bid to capitalize. So it's kind of like eBay, uh, eBay negotiation, right? Or eBay auction where the sellers can suggest a starting price and then let potential buyers make offers. So really interesting. Um, I can't imagine this being spread out across the board to all Etsy items, but imagine that in Amazon, like, would you even want that? Like, if, would you want to put uh, some kind of bidding on some of your products that you have very low stock on or something? Very kind of interesting concept to think about, but I, I can't imagine that really working for for Amazon. All right So that's it for the uh, news articles this week Now uh, one thing I wanted to kind of like uh, bring to your attention that you guys should possibly take advantage of is Our helium 10 hub. All right now this hub is a place where um, vetted um, kind of like service providers, software companies that that have tools that, that Helium 10 doesn't provide. It's a place where they have their own directory on Helium 10, and where users can go. You know, Helium 10 users can give verified reviews. So, guys, go to hub.helium10.com, and you can go in different categories here and see a bunch of different uh, a bunch of different companies. Like here's Forset. Uh, they're a shipping company. You can read reviews that Helium Ten members have given. Uh, Force Get. Here's a company called Knock Knock. There's a new, it's a new company to our to our hub. Here's Press X, a, c- a company that can give you good uh, launch, uh, launch strategies. Um, you know we got Getita here. We've got Cellcord. We've got PPC agencies. And when you click on there, you can actually read the reviews and leave reviews. So if you've used one of these companies, log into your Helium Ten account and leave a re- uh, a review, please. And you can read what other Helium 10 members have have shown here. So hub.helium10.com, guys, is, is a great directory to to you know, I, I wouldn't recommend just going to Facebook groups and saying, hey, who recommends something like unless you know everybody in that Facebook group or if it's a private Facebook group, then do that. You know, but but here is a place where you can see verified reviews on different companies out there. Um, and you know, there's no money in this for for helium 10. You know, we're not getting like commission on who you click on. We just wanted to provide a, a hub where you can, you know, visit different partner companies out there. All right. Uh, next up we've have got a, a cool clip of the week that it came from last week's tacos Tuesday and the originator of tacos Tuesday, Vince Montero is back in order to answer some questions about sponsored video ads. So Carrie and Vince take it away.
1: I wanted to bring up something cause I think you posted recently about video ads and I thought that was a really yeah. good topic to talk about. Maybe we could just chat about it really quickly Oh yeah. because I, I created a video ad. I used Cerebro and I found that my competitors were targeting kind of other third-party brand names, like just small, not like big brand names, but just kind of that's, they're making a ton of sales doing this. So I was like, well, I'm just going to create a little video ad. I made a very quick slideshow. And I think that first month I made like 15 or 20,000 in sales. And I just kept doing really well with video ads. And Mm -hmm. um, so I wanted you to talk a little bit about that. Sure. Yeah. So I think that's uh, one of the reasons why I, well, I've been talking about sponsored brand videos since they came out and I actually ran a case study with one of my clients um, and that got picked up. It was, so there's a Helium 10 blog post on the Amazon ads blog about just the power of video. Um, I understand when something's new, there's a hesitancy, but yeah, it's definitely time to kind of jump on that especially right now, um, I learned kind of just before prosper, um, and actually have seen it in action now. So if you guys haven't noticed on your searches, like videos coming up at least twice now on the search results yeah. page or competitive categories. So in the middle and then on the bottom, right. Um, so more ad space before it was just one, which is really great for that one person. Cause they had a super competitive advantage on the, on the competitor page, but now there's a place at the bottom, not as competitive, cause it's all the way at the bottom, but still powerful. But additionally video is now playing right under the search results or search bar. So you've got now a brand new video placement right at the top of the search results, right? So super powerful. Imagine if you're on your mobile phone, even more powerful, it's literally the only thing that you see after doing a search, if the video gets that placement. Um, So, I was in a great um, session with Rob Whitsley a Videofresh, highly recommended, you know, video uh, services company. Um, if you haven't done it, you know, check out, check that out. Uh, there's lots of different companies that are doing it, um, but you can do it really quickly yourself. You know, you heard Carrie just say I did a kind of slideshow presentation, had some audio maybe behind it. There's a video builder, I believe in. Uh, it might be just North America, but Amazon launched a video builder. Yeah. So you can just basically use the Amazon video builder. Uh, and the crazy thing is I was really, I was looking at another client, um, earlier last week and talking about the launching of these new campaign types. It, it it's, it'll be, you'll be surprised how simple the video can be to convert. Like all the shopper yeah. really needs to see is a person using the product, right? Um, if it's kind of more lifestyle, like maybe cosmetics, sure. You need to have more feel good stuff to it, but more often than not, the videos that convert are just the simplest ones. Yeah, um, I just it, use literally photos that are like maybe some of them are lifestyle, but my photos, and I'll put the top five selling points on those yeah. on each. Which each is perfect at a minimum. Have, yeah. Yeah, at a bare minimum, three benefits and features. That's like a bare minimum that you should have. So there is services out there. that they can be as affordable. They can be super expensive. It depends on the quality that you really want. Depends on your budget. But there really isn't any reason not to be doing video, especially now with that brand new placement at the top of search, um, which I believe is in one of the, the last LinkedIn articles that you might be referring to. Now's the time to, to get in because you can actually take advantage of that video placement. If you're already running video ads, you, it kind of sucks because you need to create new video ads because um, Amazon recently launched uh, ad groups for uh, video ads. I don't know why, it doesn't make any sense to me, but. Uh, Cause I advocate, uh, one ad group per campaign, right? So yeah. me, for me, multiple camp ad groups is, is, is uh, not necessary. Um, unless you're doing variations, but that's a whole other different thing that Jake will probably talk about, <laughs> uh-huh. but, uh, you know, it, 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 it's a requirement now. So, uh, in order to get that placement, you have to have a campaign, a video campaign with an ad group, and it has to be directed to your store. So if you don't have a store you can't take advantage of this new video placement. So that's a caveat. Um, but why don't you have a store? You should have a store, Delta even stores. if it's a homepage, right? Just with your certain products on it and a page that says about us like that's not complicated. The store is a free, free real estate on Amazon. It's definitely something worth getting into. If you haven't done it, if you're already running a video, launch that new campaign type, it should be available to everybody, at least in North America. Um, I'm already running it for, for quite a few of my clients and it's doing extremely, it's doing well. (laughs) That's good. That's good. All right.
0: Uh, thank you very much, Carrie and Vince last up here, a training tip of the week. A lot of you guys have been using our new insights dashboard. If you haven't opted into this dashboard, I highly recommend doing it. It's like, kind of, it's going to be game changing guys, as far as how you interact with, um, it, let me just uh, point out one kind of cool feature that I want you guys to do now. If you guys haven't been paying attention to alerts um, of some things that are going on in your account, take a look here. Like, so here uh, on my, on my dashboard, I can see the egg tray. It said it's had two alerts recently. So if I click on that, I can actually see a kind of serious one, right? Look at this March 8th, a little over a month ago, the product category changed. All right. It changed from kitchen and dining to tools and home improvement. Now my first gut reaction would have been, this is terrible why is my egg tray being put into the tools and home improvement? But there's actually the subcategory in tools and home improvement. It was put in, was egg tray. So that's maybe not necessarily a bad thing, but here's the thing. Without having to go into other tools or go into seller central, I can actually see, Hey, what's been going on with, you know, my, let's just say product performance. So I would click on this product performance and maybe I want to go ahead and take a look at some of the numbers right here. What's the sales today? What's the sales, uh, over time, what's the gross revenue, right? If I click up here on this dashboard, I hit top products so I know this is one of my top products and I'm looking at the last 60 days. Let me just look at, you know, this, this egg tray, what has happened after my sales, um, or after, after this, or what has happened to my sales after uh, this category change. And you could see here that on March, 8th. Uh, we have March 8th right here. This is when the change went through, but look at my egg tray sales since then it's been going up. So in this sense, now I know, you know what, Hey, this, this, uh, category change was a good thing. Let me tell you guys though, nine times out of 10, if your category changes, at least from what I've heard, it might be a bad thing. Like you might get de indexed for some keywords, but my process here was I saw on this new insights dashboard, I had alert my, my, category change. I didn't realize it. So in retrospect, let me just look here on this dashboard. How did this affect my sales from there? And I can see, Hey, it's a positive, a positive movement. So I'm good with it. Maybe I might even move some of my other a trace to this new category, but uh, I'm going to start giving you guys different topics or different, you know, each week I want to give you guys different kind of tips on what you can see in your insights dashboard. If you guys um, have some feedback on what you'd like to see there, please hit that send feedback button at the very top of the screen. This is going to be the new way going forward of how you interact with uh, Helium 10. We're going to be delivering these insights to you on a proactive basis. And now you're not going to have to learn how to use every tool perfectly. We're going to go ahead and do a lot of that heavy lifting for you. So insights dashboard guys, make sure to activate it and then give us your feedback on how you think it can be improved. All right, guys, I appreciate your time this week. We had a lot of stuff to go over. So thank you for staying here to the end. I will see you next week to see what's buzzing.